Hello, everyone, and welcome to Totally Reprise Was Always Cool, a podcast with the dark secret. I'm Ashley, and I'm joined, as always, by your friend and mine, Molly. Uh, hey, hi, it's me, Molly. We've got Luke with us. Hello. Hello. Howdy. Hello. No no intro this week, Luke? No. Uh, it, I was just saying before we started that I watched this, like, almost a whole week ago, so I don't remember the oh, episode clearly enough true. to come up with a bit. Okay, you I didn't mention to... the part where you don't remember it enough to do a bit, but... My mind was seizing up with, like, well, can I do something with, like, the Betty Briggs stuff? Like, what? Something about work? No, I got nothing. <laughs> That's okay. Alright, I, I, I appreciate that you accept me, despite my shortcomings. Uh, yeah, always. Luke, what have you been doing? Appreciate you accept me even when I go off to a biker bar to hang out with a weird middle-aged horny lady. <laughs> what well, have so I been sometimes doing? Sometimes a uh, milf is just at the bar and she wants a new boy toy and you just go with it. <laughs> Although I don't know if he knows what's happening. We'll get into it. James is having a great day. Best day he's had in a while. Yeah. Uh, what have I done? Um, I took a little trip down to to a little place that we like to call De Cinema. Oh, okay. Uh, I've watched. I've, I went to the movie theater twice last week because I saw My Sonic God. the Hedgehog two, and also Everything Everywhere All at Once. I liked one of those movies more than the other, but who can say which? <laughs> I think I have a pretty good idea. Okay, yeah. <laughs> uh, Sonic two is. Perfectly fine kids movie. It was so I hear. It, it was better than the first one. If they if they keep improving at this rate, they'll have a great fun movie by the next one. But I've been saying that about the video games for twenty years now, so I'm not holding my breath. Yeah. Uh, How's Idris Elba? Idris Elba's having a great time. He's good. I mean, That's it, all I wanted for him. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, if if you want to see Idris Elba hamming it up as Knuckles the Echidna, I got a movie for you. It's called Sonic 2. That sounds good. Yeah. I like how he was like, I purposely made my voice not sexy. (laughs) Yeah. That's impossible. I don't believe him. Yeah, no. Now, he does play, like, all the the funny animals, you know, Sonic, Tails, Knuckles in that movie definitely skew very young in terms of personality, but it is still Idris Elba's... Uh, deep, bassy voice coming out of that cute little echidna. That man is so hot. Yeah, I mean, yeah. Yeah. He is just, like, one of the objectively hottest people. Yeah, I mean, that's just kind of undeniable. Yeah. I was gonna say, I, sometimes I remember I'm I'm the boy liker here, so... Right. Yeah. It's But, fine. I mean, listen, I get it. Yeah, uh-huh. That's the one uh-huh. where I'm like, yeah, you know, hey. 
I was just talking about uh, earlier today at work, uh, Tashira Mifune. Mm-hmm. Like, oh, yeah. yeah, that's just a hot dude. Sure. Oh, yeah. Like, it's, it'd be stupid of me to say otherwise. <laughs> <laughs> yes, it would. Um, yeah, I have already recorded multi-hour podcasts about both of those movies, so I don't want to rehash stuff too much. You'll be able to hear those opinions out there. You know, there are, there, you can already listen to that Sonic one. I don't know when the Everything Everywhere All at Once one's going up. Ashley was on it, though. Yeah, I was. I uh, still want to see that movie, so don't say a fucking thing. Yeah, uh, what I'll say about it is it's good. That's what I've heard. I liked to see it. I I paid my money. I I went on I went on to the the movie theater website. I entered my credit card information. I got an email with a little barcode. I scanned at the movie theater. They let me sit right down in that seat, and I sat there for like two two and a half hours. Uh huh. I had me an all right time. <laughs> okay. They didn't send me an email. I had to like go talk to the people and like. Give them my credit card information. Oh, oh, sure. You just bought your ticket at the site. No, I bought it online, but they just didn't email it to me. Oh, weird, huh? Yeah. Rude. Where, where'd you Where'd you go to see it? Just like an AMC. Okay, okay. I the only place showing it around here was the Alamo Draft House. That's, yeah, that's so. Yeah. Which... We're We're in a like weird enough city that. Like, they would, like, oh, yeah, of course, like, all of, like, the regular theaters are going to just have this movie. Right, right, whereas I'm in Dallas, so, yeah, no, I can, if uh, every other theater, I can go see Morbius or Sonic 2 or the fucking Harry Potter movie. If I want to watch anything else, I gotta go to the Alamo. <laughs> I They're, like, less dickish about it these days, because they used to be, they're, like, performatively dickish about, like, we will kick you the fuck out if you talk during a movie. Yeah. That's still very much part of their, like, thing. Like, hey, we will make you leave if we catch you talking. Uh, Which I get. But also the whole, like, thing where they serve you food. The waiters walking around taking orders and delivering food is so much more distracting to me. Yeah, it kind of necessitates That if somebody next to me was talking. (laughs) Like, that's just... It doesn't... it, It seems like two concepts in contradiction with one another. I forgot, like, because they have, like, you know, actors record all of those things. Yeah, like, I got one of the Michelle Yeoh being like, I will do karate moves on you if you talk during the movie. But I forgot which one did it, but, like, there was, like, one where it's like, well, if they're ta- if people are talking, that means the movie's not good, probably. <laughs> <laughs> Great. Yeah, I mean, they're not talking to the waiters, because the thing, you, you, like, write your order down on a card, and you put it in a little slot, and if they see a card, they run over and grab it. But again, them running over and grabbing yeah, it, that's, that's distracting. <laughs> it's not like you can, like, hide them. Right. So, I, I don't know. I, I, I mean, don't understand this. Yeah. There should be, they should have, like, a whole underground thing, and then they just come out of little trap doors. Yeah. <laughs> like the fucking peasant lady that was sewing together Audrey's lingerie then like ten episodes ago. God. Where is she? She fit right She's into the gone. rest of season two. I Who want knows? my guest to cut up to one eyed Jax and Jean's like cleaned house and then she slips out of a trap door and it's finally time for her to enact her plans. Yeah, she's gonna do a murder. Yeah. She's been biding her time for fifty years. Anyway, yeah, that's me. Okay. 
Uh, Ashley, what have you been doing? Uh, well, I went to the movies. <laughs> uh-huh. I watched a movie called Everything Everywhere All at Once. Uh-huh, never heard of it. Do you have anything else? <laughs> ah. Um... I also watched uh, Army of Darkness. Okay, yeah. Kind of didn't feel it. No, no, that's a bummer. No, not really. Um, yeah, just, yeah, it it was a, a totally fine movie. It just kind of wasn't what I, I was wanting from that series. I get you. Because, it, yeah, it's... It's very different from what I understand. I haven't seen yeah, it. Yeah, all of those movies are pretty different, but it feels like Evil Dead 2 to Army of Darkness is the biggest jump. Mm-hmm. Have you watched, like, that TV show they did a couple years ago? No, I was thinking about it. Yeah. I think people like that, right? Was it yeah, an Evil I Dead ha- TV show? Yeah, it's yeah. like just fucking Ash it, has been it, working at a st- store or whatever for years. And Oh, right. Yeah. Yeah, because, like, also, that's, like, another weird part where it's, like, that is the most, like, quotey movie of that thing. And so, like, I was, right. like, hearing people talk about it as, like, oh, like, this, like, oh, he's this huge jerk asshole. It's, like, probably a problem is that I've heard those quotes from Duke Nukem. Oh, sure. Yeah. For, like, most of my life. And so. <laughs> right. It's not fresh anymore. Yeah, and it, it less reads as parody now. Yeah, yeah, I get you. Like, you know, seeing Bruce Campbell go like, Hail to the king, baby. Right. Or calling someone a she-bitch. Okay. Huh. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, those movies aren't, like, great with women, but it did, see- it did seem like Army of Darkness, like, in having its, like, ironic, you know, misogyny... Right. ...was the most misogynistic. Uh-huh. Well, because the um, other two are just, like, average horror movie misogyny. Yeah. Right? Yeah, like, and, like, the second one has, like, the, the second lead is a woman who is, like, also fighting the Deadites with Ash. Mm-hmm. Sure. Um... Yeah, no, other than that, uh, I I downloaded Mad Max. Been playing that still. I so uh, you are playing Mad Max again. Yeah. Yeah. I th- yeah. Listen. <laughs> I, I, I got to turn in my token. <laughs> not, <laughs> I'm not, this was said without judgment. I just I forgot know, you were but... playing Mad Max again. Ashley, we we keep telling you you can't just go to an empty room with just you and say it was a Mad Max Anonymous meeting. <laughs> I know no one else has this problem, but no. So yeah. here's the funniest thing: my ex had this problem. <laughs> Jesus. Uh, <laughs> like we were like talking like a few weeks ago, and she was like, "Yeah, I was just playing Mad Max," and I'm like. <gasps> <laughs> I thought I was alone. <laughs> That's why you broke up. You were. <laughs> he both wanted to play Mad Max at the same time. Just not tenable. Yeah, I, it's not a co-op I, game, though. Yeah. And, you know, she didn't want to play the the filmmaker mode that they put in there. Now tell me about the filmmaker mode. 
Uh, you can have put in. You know, can have a second controller that just controls the camera. Oh, I see. Okay. And you can like you know skip around a few different uh, you know base shots that like you would normally get, and then you can also just do free cam. Okay. Okay. It's honestly probably like the coolest, one of the cooler ideas they have in that game. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's kind of neat. And yeah, I'd like to see it like in a game that's good. Sure. Shock. Because, like, fucking GTA has always had the thing, like, push this bumper while you're driving to get, like, the cool action shots of the car. But, like, it I, always can't fucking, I can't drive while you're doing that. Yeah. Yeah. No. It, yeah. It, it's, it's, a, it's a neat idea to just have it, like, as a full other controller. Yeah. That's way cooler than anything else they have going on. Unfortunately, you do need a second person to do that because I do only have the two hands. Yeah. Yeah. It's, I've, with a lot, with a few games, I've, like, developed techniques, especially games I've worked on, to just pilot them with one hand. <laughs> uh-huh. Damn. Uh, but, yeah, Mad Max is not one of them. You got that Sakurai thing going on where he's got the four controllers lined up so you can play all four at once. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but other than that, I've, yeah, I beat Lego Star Wars. Don't really have anything else. Okay. Worked. Molly, I'm playing Lego Star Wars. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Fucking around playing Lego Star Wars. Uh, Because I finished Dragon Age 2 and I was like, I'm going to get something. Um, And yeah, that's what I've been doing. Honestly, that's pretty much it. Like, it's been a very busy week. I went to the Mariners game last night. Yeah. Nice. Uh, It seemed fun. Yeah. It was. Uh, So I have Fridays off now. Uh, which means Thursday night baseball games are just going to be easy to go to. Mm. Uh, and it also means that there's fucking nobody there because it's Thursday night. Oh, fuck yeah. Yeah, so it, was, it, it wasn't it was empty, but like it was way less busy than it would be on a, on a weekend, obviously. Right. Uh, which was really cool. Um, like, there was nobody. Me and Pris, they didn't even check our tickets when we went to sit down, which was funny. Uh, like they they did not make sure we were in that section or row. <laughs> I was like, okay, <laughs> so we just went, sat down, uh, picked a row like a couple rows back from where we were supposed to sit because there was nobody else there, mm-hmm. and just like propped out, nobody in front of us, nobody behind us. Fuck uh, yeah, just chilling, or at least for a few rows anyway. Like the the front, we were in right field. The front of right field was pretty full, uh, but like only the first third of the seats and then everything from back there was pretty sparse. So you yeah, can, you could just do whatever you want. Nobody gives a fuck. Yeah. Th- this yeah. is very similar to the last time I went to a baseball game, which was like 10 years ago in like Cincinnati. And yeah, we were like, th- no, the Reds never win. Right. They did have a fun little river boat that shot fireworks when a home run got hit. That is cool. Yeah. But yeah, we were like front row, like in between home and first. That's pretty nice. Yeah, it was it was pretty good seats. Yeah, I have <clears throat> excuse me, I have some in June uh, that are on the first baseline that I'm excited about. Uh, I'm I'm gonna get a baseball one day. Hell yeah, yeah, one day. <laughs> Give Molly your fucking baseballs. Give me your baseballs, Molly. You could just buy a baseball. <laughs> it's not the same. <laughs> God, listen to yourself. <laughs> <laughs> I remember 
uh, whenever I would be in like the front row of baseball games because my dad would always dangle me down so that I could uh, get the dirt for his baseball stadium dirt collection. Oh, boy. <laughs> <laughs> That's weirdo just, shit. <laughs> just, yeah, just just uh, just take that one in for a sec. <laughs> I, I I understand, but that's weirdo shit. It is weirdo <laughs> shit. I like your dad, but I'm not trying to get dirt from baseball stadiums. I they mean, got dirt everywhere. Gonna, you bleep this out, Ashley, because I don't remember if we have talked about this on a podcast. The shower situation at your parents' house. Oh, that was on oh, this yes. podcast. No, we was it okay have. that they have an outdoor shower? Yeah, yeah, it. The outdoor shower is one of the images for one of the podcasts. Okay, great, good. <laughs> I didn't was, remember if that was something you just told us off, that off was air. Like, no, that was like the first time we decided to not talk about Totally Spies one week. Right, we yes, were all just like, yes. yeah, this sucks. Yeah, right. I'm just saying, col- a dirt collection of every baseball stadium is uh, outdoor shower behavior to me. You know, that's fair. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah. Uh, you know, that's... Uh, some people just have their collections. Uh, I get like I kind of get it because there's um, so there's a ballpark app that they have so you can like put your tickets in there and stuff like that. And it's it's just based on the it's MLB wide. It's not just like for T-Mobile Park. Sure. Um, so they like keep track of how many stadiums you've been to. And I'm like, this is like so for rich people. And I'm never going to like tour America going to baseball games. Right. It's just not going to happen. Right. Uh, but you know, it's a fun idea. Yeah, I know. I know Ashley's parents have literally done that, but <laughs> yeah, <laughs> rich people Again, behavior, dirt collection. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so damn, that's why he had the kid. He was like, "I need somebody small I can dangle over the rails <laughs> to yeah. pick up dirt." And also, if he gets caught. That they won't be as mad. <laughs> they won't be as mad because it's a baby. Uh, yeah. So, um, that was fun. Uh, Mariners lost though. They scored yeah. five. <laughs> they scored five in the first inning, and then they lost. It was sad. Damn. What was the final score? Uh, eight six. Oof. Boy. It turns out you got to keep scoring. Yeah, they kind of just said, "All right, we did a good first inning, and uh, we're done now, right?" Uh, the, the, like thing is, <laughs> the thing is, there were a uh, number of defensive errors uh, that, caused, that caused the opposing team to get runs, because otherwise they would not have. So, it was really, really a Mariner's fault all the way through. I, I feel like it's pretty much always uh, your team's fault when you lose. It was very specifically J.P. Crawford. Sorry, J.P. Crawford, if you're listening. Fuck you, you J.P. Crawford. Be nice. No. Come on now. He's a nice no, he guy. he fucked up. He did fuck up. He fucked up a couple times. <laughs> it was sad. He's usually really good. Anyway. Uh, yeah. So it. I'm. I'm in full on baseball mode. Yeah. It's. It's You're happening. Thriving. It's not stopping for another six months. <laughs> Which constellation represents a baseball? Because that one is currently in your house in the yeah, stars. That's, yeah. <laughs> forever. Yeah. Yes. For, for a beautiful it's seven season. months every year. Yeah, seven that's months every right. year. Um, I think that's it. Uh, Lego Star Wars is fun. I don't know. Star Wars yeah. is okay. I got through Return of the Jedi. I was like, man, is Star Wars good? And then I went to the Phantom Menace. I was like, no, it's not. <laughs> <laughs> 
But then I was like, but I do love it. Yeah. <laughs> they got the droidicas. What is a droidica? Those are the they're, rolly they're the guys. They're the ones that have the shield. Oh, I do they're like the, the rolly guys. That is true. They're good. They're great. They uh, all the droids, classic guys. Yeah. The 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 droid design I think I may like the most is the like the pod racer pit dudes. Yeah. Oh the sure. Orb or the little circle on there. If you touch them, they all get collapsed. Yeah. Those guys are great. Those are funny little guys. I'm telling you, there's a lot of classic droid guys in episode one, The Phantom Menace. Mm-hmm. Shame about everything else. Yeah, that's the thing. Man, yeah. Darth Maul's so cool. Yeah. What a cool guy. But, like, is he, though? Yeah! But, like, is he, though? Yeah! He's the Boba Fett of the pre- prequels. He's kind of the Boba Fett of the prequels. You just need, like, a bad guy. He's got cool face paint. He's got spikes on his head. What more do you want? What's wrong with you people? Like for he's him, got, to... he's got a double lightsaber. I'd like it if he like did stuff or talked. He ever. did. It was, yeah. It, he did, and they played Duel of the Fates over it. You bitch. <laughs> <laughs> Boba Fett did nothing nearly as cool as the end of the Phantom Menace. I'll I'll give you that, that he's cooler than Boba Fett, but I feel like that is a low bar to clear. It is a low bar to clear. I just think he's cool. I think he's neat. I'm just saying, if you'd show me a drawing of Darth Maul, you've shown me as much Darth Maul content as I need. Yeah, what? El- I, that's what I. What else do you want? I don't he's know. A cool something. looking guy. He's a cool. I. No one is disputing that he's a cool looking guy. Kind of sounds like you were. I no, I wasn't. <laughs> Run the tape back. <laughs> <laughs> I will not. I just, <laughs> I've just decided that you're wrong. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, um, Twin Peaks. Twin Peaks. Twin Peaks. Luke, we are, what episode is this? We are watching Twin Peaks episode eighteen, aka Twin Peaks episode. Nope, we're watching Twin Peaks episode nineteen, <laughs> aka Twin Peaks episode eighteen, aka Twin Peaks season two episode eleven, aka Masked Ball. That's why this bit is so hard, because it gets more confusing the longer you do it. I had the Wikipedia pulled up, but I was looking at the wrong line. And I couldn't recover by <laughs> just slipping, because I said 18, which is one of the names of this episode. It is. It is. You could have just done it. You could have done it. I could have done it, but I goofed. I will, okay. I will forever goof it. Say la vie. <laughs> why is this episode called Masked Ball? What is... Th- I... What? Um... Yeah, I honestly like, I don't, don't think know. there was a masked ball. Yeah, I'm kind of pissed off now, actually. I now guess is that. it a reference to Denise? That's the closest I can think of. I don't know. I don't know. It doesn't make sense as a title. Yeah. Uh, uh, how do you like this opening scene with James on his motorcycle while the music goes... Angelo Battlementi came in that morning and he hit the rock and roll button on his keyboard and he punched the fuck out. <laughs> I watched that video of him talking about uh, writing Laura's theme. Oh, yeah. I saw a video. Yeah, it's good. Angelo Badalamenti, cool guy. Seems like a cool yeah. guy. Yeah. Uh, went to an early lunch on this one. Yeah. A very early lunch. This is a, he did, he I don't looks, think he wrote this. He looks so dorky. He really does. Yeah, yeah under this, like, it's, you know, it's his name and then, like, Slash Casio keyboard. (laughs) (laughs) 
I think we've heard this song before, but it's just nothing but a shot of James on his motorcycle and this song for minutes. Yeah, yeah no, it, this is like a real, a like, concentrated times. dose. It's the entire opening credits. It goes so long. Uh, and yeah, we get past that. You know, James, he's out of town. He's left Twin Peaks. Uh, yeah. And you know who else has left Twin Peaks is Major Garland Briggs. That's so true. <laughs> and, yeah, his wife is just like, eh, hey, he does this sometimes. Yeah, they brought Betty in to talk to her about her husband, and she's just like, well, you know, I'll tell you, this isn't the first time he's disappeared under mysterious circumstances. It's usually for work-related reasons. Agent Cooper, did it seem like it was work-related reasons? <laughs> Cooper's just like, like, well, technically, since your husband studies aliens, I guess so. I guess maybe? <laughs> I don't know. Do, do you know what he was studying? Oh, that's classified information. <laughs> I like her a lot. <laughs> she's fun. Nah. Yeah, she's great. I like that Garland has definitely told his wife everything, even though he's not supposed to. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. You got to, or else or else you go fucking crazy. Right. Yeah, 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 yeah. You got to tell one person. Right. But she's never going to fucking crack. She, she's like, eh. No. He'll probably come back. I don't know. I'm not too worried about it. Ooh, question post. Ooh. <laughs> Ooh, late question post. Oh, forgot to post out. this earlier. <laughs> I just saw it pop up in my feet. I'm sorry. <sighs> Put a link in the Discord right now. Yeah. But uh, she leaves and Cooper's like, Truman, I'm telling you, that he, he was not, that was not work related. That was spooky aliens or something. Yeah. But, you know, that's enough of that plot for now. <laughs> yeah, I'm good. What? What are we going to do? Go get him? Right. No. The, uh, the wedding is happening. I remember their names now. It's Dougie Milford and, whoops, spoke too soon, forgot his brother's name. <laughs> <laughs> it's, not, it's not Roger. I, I will find Ralph? out. I know it's Milford now, so I can find it. Mayor Milford Twin Peaks. His name is, is John Boyle's name. Dwayne Milford. <laughs> Dwayne, okay. Let his name never be forgotten again. Let it be written in the stars. The most important character in Twin Peaks, Dwayne Milford. Right. Anyway, Dougie Uh, Milford is getting married, so uh, Andy and Hawk have gotten a matching tie and ascot set that are both fucking like... That that is a leftover from the last time he got married. Yeah, and they're also just like lumberjack plaid. I I do like the running bit of this of like oh yeah like the his wedding is like almost like a yearly party right yeah it's, it's just a, an annual holiday for the town I I, I think that's like a, a good way to spin this pretty tired trope I agree I think that's a fun twist on it yeah um they have got a long distance call there's a temp Lucy's not here today uh I. I guess her actress had something better to do. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> uh, but Gordon Cole is calling in about uh, Cooper's internal affairs investigation and is just like, hey, just want to let you know I'm fully behind you. Also, I hate this show now, so I will. This is all you're going to get from me <laughs> for a while. <laughs> I don't know. David they had to call me on show the up phone later. for so this suckers. Coop, I'm in Oregon. <laughs> I'll tell you where I am. Not at the writer's room. (laughs) I'm really not feeling this season, Coop. 
It's Go- David Lynch. <laughs> <laughs> you started strong, but I don't believe in what you're doing now. Yeah. Coop, I got a great idea for a movie about a guy that kills his wife and then hallucinates he's a younger <laughs> guy who kills his wife again. It'll be great. God. Anyway. You ever think about rabbits? They're pretty fucked up. (laughs) (laughs) I made that whole thing in my backyard. My neighbors must hate me. (laughs) Imagine living next to David Lynch while he's making rabbits, and you just have that fucking haunted living room set just across the fence from you. God. And you're like, "Mm." I'm sure it's like like a fancy mansion with a huge yard, but still. I, yeah, I just imagine you like in a suburb and like there's just like an old couple like next to her like Harold, he's at it again. Yeah. <laughs> just watching him unload the fursuits from the truck. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> Cooper is uh he's got his internal affairs uh deposition or whatever this is with Roger. And Cooper just comes in and he's like, Anyway, I didn't do it, so I don't need to uh defend myself because I'm innocent. So whatever, man. <laughs> Roger's like, yeah, Wait, and what? the FBI guys are like, that's that's not really how this usually works. Cooper, we need you to like pretend to fight so that we can just give you a slap on the wrist and end this. And he's like, yeah, well, too bad, idiot. I'll defend myself if I go to court, but only if. Yeah. It's like we, Cooper, we want to see an agency man stand up for himself. That's the right move to make here. Well, Roger, I'm You're not just gonna pussy out, are you? <laughs> I've been thinking a lot about... You got soft, Coop. (laughs) I'm thinking a lot about what the right moves are, and those involve me being in Twin Peaks. And honestly, if you fire me, that'll save the writers a lot of work. Maybe I'll just become a private investigator, and, uh... Just based in Twin Peaks. I did. (laughs) There was one of those bits that was like, uh, hey, these were some scrap season three ideas that uh, we never got around to because we didn't get to make season three in the 90s. Was that there was going to be a time jump, and uh, Cooper was going to be working as a pharmacist now? Huh. Yeah. I I can see that actually. Yeah. You know, he's just got a nice guy job. Gets up in the morning. That is just a normal job. Yeah, just a normal guy job. Uh. So yeah, Cooper's just like anyway. Later, idiots. Mm-hmm. I feel like Roger was really you know. He was all set up here. He was excited to have him a little bit of a fight. He feels a little let down by this. He's like, damn, dude. I thought we were going to argue. Come on. Like, yeah. Yeah. I yeah, know. Like him, like gesturing to the guy with like the word processor. Yeah. And like, no, it's it's not worth it. <laughs> me, and Chris, me and Chris both cheered as soon as we saw this fucking old ass laptop. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Love to see an old timey laptop. What a, what a device. <laughs> Uh, we, speaking of anachronisms, we cut over to the high school where Nadine is. <laughs> oh, oh, Nadine. Oh. <laughs> Nadine approaches Donna and asks her, you know, hey, I know you and Mike used to be going out. Is that still a thing? Or? I was like, no, fuck that guy. He sucks. But why do you care? And he's like, because I, I'm into him. Because <laughs> Mike's got the cutest buns. This, I don't, no, no, no. <laughs> what's the matter? What, what, what's wrong? No, no, no. Oh, what, what's, what's the issue? What's, what's wrong with this? Yeah. This is, uh, this is on, see, here's the thing. 
it's on the worst side of the scale right now. Uh-huh. But yeah. later when we say Nadine, it's going to shoot right back up to the best side of the scale. <laughs> but it's only that scene only exists because she's trying to impress him. I know. This is the this is the way it is. I don't, I don't know if I even like this scene. This just, entire thing is just not working for me. Yeah, I'm sh- I'm shocked. <laughs> it is perhaps not the most incredible piece of TV writing I've ever seen. No, they, and also Nadine's actress getting stuck with this brutal. Yeah, the part of this yeah. I like is uh, Donna just being like. Yeah, fuck Mike. So, yeah, absolutely. You have fun, Nadine. Yeah, do whatever you want. Kill him if you want. Yeah, honestly, yeah. yeah. By all if means. If you accidentally murdered him, then... Yeah. That'd be great. And, and, yeah, like, she's like, I thought you were with Ed. He's like, well, he's really changed. He's like my dad now. Yeah. And also, think about it. Like, Ed stays home. Mike's at school. I can two-time. Uh, and yeah. Donna's just like, all right, well, whatever, I don't, boy. Remember when I used to get, like, plot lines? That was fun. <laughs> <laughs> it was only well, a few episodes ago, and yet it feels like a different lifetime. Unfortunately, Donna, uh, you made too big a stink about your boyfriend's uh, romance thing. Right. And now everybody's mad at you. Uh-huh. Even though it's the right decision. <laughs> yes. But even though you made it for the wrong reasons. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm seeing both sides here, and they both suck. <laughs> we cut back to James, who has found himself at a bar far outside of town called Hideout Wally's. That's right. Are you sure it's not Wally's Hideout and they put up the sign bad? I mean, maybe. Wally's Hideout makes a lot more sense as a name. Sure does. <laughs> both, both of the names aren't great. Yeah. Well, I don't know if you know this, but in the UK, it's Waldo's Hideout. <laughs> 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 Alright, yeah Alright I have been waiting to do that for months <laughs> It was worth it for me <laughs> Anyway, uh, James comes in and sits down There's one other person at this bar We don't get any wide shots in here This is just the roadhouse set, right? Yeah, oh, yeah. 100% oh, Yeah, yeah. It's just the roadhouse from the bar. I bet if we went and looked, we would see all the, like, the scratchings on the posts in the same scenes. Yeah, yeah. But, uh, yeah, there's just this lady named Evelyn. She's a bit of a femme fatale character. She's a bit of a random thing. (laughs) (laughs) James, what are you doing here, bro? Yeah, they just start talking, and he's like, oh, I don't know, I guess I'm kind of a quiet guy. And she's like, "Oh, oh, all men say they're the quiet type until they pull the trigger. He's like, what? <laughs> She's like, nothing. <laughs> I, I just I just picture, like... I, I know we were just talking about how David Lynch, like, isn't on the show anymore, but, like, David Lynch and Mark Frost just going, like, eh, this, the, like, all our female characters got all their femme fatale juice out of them. We need a new one. <laughs> gotta throw another one into the juicer. <laughs> to just say weird, like... Horny things to write to our male characters as they go like, huh? Yeah. <laughs> James like, oh, well, I'm only quiet on the outside. And she's like, yeah, I can tell. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you're a real freak. <laughs> uh, and she starts to say, she explains that that car outside is her husband's. Or no, that she's got a car at home that's her husband's that's all messed up. 
because someone ran her off the road, and she needs a mechanic to fix it before he gets home. So does he want to come home with her to check it out? Okay, I guess. And he's like, fine, but can I play the box for us first? And he goes over to the jukebox. <laughs> the, the phrase, play the box. Play the box. So... No one has ever said that. <laughs> oh, so he goes over, and I'm just imagining James standing in front of this jukebox with his, his coin and just being like, all right, James, inexplicably, this hot older lady is into you. The song you choose on this jukebox is the most important decision you've ever made in your life. You gotta pick a good one. No, I don't think that's going through his head at all. I think he's like, what about a song I should play before I leave? That's true. He does just pick some, like, dark jazz. I just feel like he doesn't know what's happening here. No, that's true. To be fair, I barely know what's happening here. (laughs) Also, if she wants to fuck him already... Yeah. She's down, like, it's bad enough. Her standards are so low that yeah, he could just kind of coast. Yeah, he puts on some yeah. dark jazz and then just kind of leans his head against the jukebox and lets, lets himself get lost in the music. What is this? I, frankly, listen, does it make any, like, a goddamn sense? No. That was probably my favorite scene of the whole episode, though. <laughs> really? Yeah, it was just fun. It was stupid as shit, and I, I had fun laughing at it. it, it I'm is very curious uh, what... Because uh, you're talking about how there is some of the cinema there still left still, in Yeah, here. no, that was that scene. What? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I just okay. had a good time watching it. I don't know what to fucking tell you. <laughs> Listen, was it the fucking Red Room sequence? No. Did I enjoy uh, to see it? Yes. We're going to get some cinema here soon, and it's called Andy and Dick's uh, Trying to Take Care of a Child. We are going to get some cinema in the form of a little movie called Little Nicky. <laughs> <laughs> Adam Sandler himself in Nikki. little boy makeup comes in. No. God, if only. Uh, yeah. Dick has kidnapped a child or something. <laughs> this is He's a big brother. R- that's right. Yes. Yeah. He is. Yeah. He's ha- being a big brother because he thinks it will help him get pussy. Yes. <laughs> well, he already got it. I just, you know. The second he learns Lucy isn't there, he's like, yeah, I'm going to dump this kid for the rest of the day. Cramping <laughs> my style. Right, the kid's like, this kid Wait, sucks. if Lucy's not here, does that mean we can't go out for a malted Uncle Dick? Yes, I'm afraid so, little Nicky. Yeah, like, the kid sucks, but, like, Dick sucks worse. <laughs> Yeah. Yeah. I mean, the kid doesn't suck. He's just 10. Yeah, you, you were the one who said the kid sucks. Did I say that? If I did. I was saying it as Dick. Oh. Okay. Yeah, no, I didn't say... No, the kid's fine. I think I think he's funny. That's great news. <laughs> yeah. Oh, no. <laughs> You're classic... very lucky to feel that way, Molly. This is classic TV. All right. <laughs> a cold chill. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it turns out the return's all about little Nicky all grown up, big Nicky. Yeah, that's fucked up. <laughs> yeah, he's played by Adam Sandler. Exactly. I'm glad you also brought up little Nicky because it was the only thing I could think about. <laughs> yeah, it's. Uh-huh. Uh huh. 
Anyway, yeah, Andy's like, well, heck, shoot, darn, I can go get a malted with you boys, and then we can still go. There we go. Everyone's happy then. And Dick's yeah. just like, God damn it, Andy. <laughs> Dick is like, I will kill you. Uh-huh. <laughs> Andy immediately is like, all right, I can, like, prove to this kid that I'd be a better dad. <laughs> right. Which, like, yeah, of course, Andy is prime dad material. He's already dad. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, one thing I did forget about, <laughs> I just remembered over the course of this week, is uh, the, like, extended version of the pilot that has the Red Room stuff has a scene with Lucy and Andy at home. Uh, oh, where, really? like, Like, they're at Lucy's house, but they're just hanging out in Lucy's bedroom and, like, Andy's playing a trumpet. <laughs> Beautiful. I think Lucy's playing paddle ball. I'm happy for this, too. <laughs> yeah, Relationship goals, frankly. Chillin'. Yeah. Uh, Cooper and Truman are talking about the hearing, and Cooper's just like, yeah, I don't know, man. I'll If it goes bad, I guess I'll cross that bridge when I come to it. Anyway. Uh, any, anyway, Hawk, tell me about your fake native shit. Yeah. <laughs> this, I, I was talking to Molly, and, like, we'll, we'll get to the trans stuff and how I feel about it. like but just this ep- this scene was a real one two punch it yeah, sure it's a is brutal Cooper's just like boy it sure is inconvenient that Major Briggs disappeared right before he could give me exposition about the White Lodge and Hawk's just like oh shoot true Cooper I can do that for you but it's gonna be way more racist now <laughs> I yeah the fact that like you know because like they've pulled like the like the thing with Hawk where he like says like, oh, my tribe believes this, but I think it's all a bunch of hooey. Right. A lot of times, but, like, he starts talking about, like, oh, yeah, like, the the White Lodge is, like, a belief of my people, which I already saw people talk about this. It is not. Absolutely it is, not. Yes. It is partially just original stuff from the writers uh, that borrows a lot from a thing called Theosophy, which was, like, a weird syncretic mystic thing from like the 1800s that Mark Frost thinks is neat because again he's an Assassin's Creed guy yeah um but like it goes right from Hawk saying like oh it's a belief of my people to Sheriff Truman goes yeah an old local legend right <laughs> it's like bro yeah but yeah what he says is yeah the White Lodge is like yeah it's heaven basically but also there's hell and it's called the Black Lodge but you have to go through the Black Lodge to get to heaven. Yeah, yeah. This is this is just Kingdom Hearts to me. It's a little bit Kingdom Hearts, yeah. Uh, and yeah, he talks about there's, you know, you'll meet your own shadow self in the Black Lodge, and if you That's confront them with... Yeah, yeah, yes, totally. If you kill your nobody, you're back to normal. Right. Yeah. Uh, yeah, and if you, if you confront your shadow self with imperfect courage, your soul will be annihilated. I, I really just pictured uh, that... Like, you know, the Cooper going into the room with Shadow Link. Yeah, the big lake. Yeah, the lake with the tree, yeah. <laughs> if that was in Twin Peaks, you'd be like, yeah. Yeah, <laughs> that would make sense. I'd be like, wow, Nintendo got a lot more out of us than I thought. <laughs> I thought it was just Link's Awakening, but jeez. Yeah, yeah. And then we like barely have a moment to catch our breath from that when we meet a new we meet a new friend, a DEA agent De- Denise Bryson. Yeah, because they right. like uh, are like, oh yeah, like Dennis, he, like he's the DEA agent on this case. He's a good man, and like, oh yeah, yeah send them in, and then it's David Duchovny, 
in a dress with lipstick and long hair. Yeah, and just immediately says, like, oh, yeah, I actually prefer to be called Denise these days. It's kind of a long story. And Cooper's pretty much like, oh, okay, yeah, sure. Uh, The other two are much more like, uh... Yeah, like, it's it's weird that, like, Hawk is going to be the one that's, like, gets the most, like, uh, lies about this. Yeah, she tries to shake hands with Hawk, and he, like, won't shake her hand. Yeah, he's just staring at her. Come on, dude. Shake her fucking hand, Hawk. And, like, especially when there is, like, a history. Like, I know this isn't, like, the... Neither of them fucking know this. Like, it, neither... None of the writers know this. But, like, there is a history of, like, people outside of the gender binary in native cultures. Sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. And then, like, when he... Like, when she leaves, he's like, oh, like, you know, it's a good color for him. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But, like... Yeah, I, it's kind of what everyone has said. Like, it's bad, but, you know, it's good for the 90s, I guess. Right, yeah, because they're, you know, they're pretty much, like, they're not, like, freaking out. They're both just kind of like, well, I don't know what to do with this. It's not Ace Ventura, which is the worst. Right, they're not projectile vomiting about it. Um, but it's not exactly a high bar to clear. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, we cut back to the high school, the weight room, where Mike is doing some leg lifts, and Nadine decides to impress the high school boy she likes by lifting the maximum weight with her legs. Yeah. And, yeah, Mike is just like, what what the fuck are you? Yeah. Like, she's not even, like, struggling with it. She's just casually lifting, like, 600 pounds. Well, he's also just like, do I know you? Do you need something from me? I would love to never talk to you. Yeah. And she's like, oh, you know, don't mind me. I'm just I'm just having some fun. And the coach comes in and is be like, holy shit, you want to be on the wrestling team, Nadine? <laughs> uh, and she, like, looks into the, like, the camera lens and like, goes like, da-da-da. Yep. <laughs> I thought that was funny. I don't yeah. know. Yeah. Yeah I, yeah, I just have said it before that this whole storyline just isn't for me, I think. Uh-huh. Yeah. Yeah, it sucks. It's... I mean, like, but, like, yeah, like, I can't enjoy the suckness either. Right. <laughs> yeah. I get you. Uh, Josie is recovering in Sheriff Truman's bed, and he's just like, hey, I want to, like, protect you and take care of you, but you got to tell me what the fuck is going on, please. I'm begging you. Yeah, it seems like some some weird shit has happened with you. Yeah, so she basically, I don't think we get much new information here. She just explains, like, yeah, I've been working for this guy named Thomas Eckerd in Hong Kong for my whole life. Yeah, don't, don't worry, the head of the Asian crime group is white, don't worry. Right, uh-huh. The weird part to me is when she's like, oh, Harry, now I'm worried that... Maybe Thomas Eckert is the one who killed my husband. We already know you did it, Josie. I just, yeah, I, I mean, she's just, like, making sure... I, she just doesn't want to know Harry killed... Or, um, yeah, I... I doesn't I, want I Harry re- to know. I read it as, yeah, she's, like, trying to, like, soften her... Like, telling the most sympathetic version of her yeah. story. I... That makes sense. It's just the way they're writing her is so, like... She has become such just a vulnerable puppy of a character that it almost feels like a retcon more than a lie. Yeah, no, like, I... Yeah, I'm also not 
thrilled about where Josie's going. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But, I, don't, uh, I don't understand where Josie's going, but we'll get to it. Uh, yeah, and she, yeah, she just kind of spills her guts to Harry. And he's like, oh, don't you worry. I'll protect you, Josie. She's like, well, I don't believe you. I'm going to go have Catherine protect me instead. Yeah, I'm going to go have Catherine do it instead. She's, she's, she's like literally evil. Yeah. Frankly, yeah. If, <laughs> if you know, if you need someone in your corner, Catherine does seem like she will, you know, get she will get things done. At the cost of your life. Yes, the cost may be too high to pay, but she will yeah. get things done. But it will be done. Yes. <laughs> and yeah, force made vacation is going to happen. Yep. I. Th- why did you watch the next episode ahead, Ashley? <laughs> oh no. Ah! I'm usually so I'm usually so strict about spoiling y'all, but yeah, no, force made vacation's happening. Well, no, I mean, I that think... is in this episode. <laughs> no, it is. Yeah, she I'm doesn't just... dress up as a maid yet, but I assume that's where this is going. Yeah. Also, I was, I was kind of cracking a joke, because it might come as a surprise to you. The fact that Josie gets maidified is not, like, a crucial plot point. <laughs> no. No. What? what? Yeah. Uh, Norma is working at the Double R, and Hank and Ernie come in from their hunting trip. Uh, Norma asks Ernie if he caught anything. He's like, God, I hope not. (laughs) (laughs) That's a good joke. Good joke. Yeah. And then he's like, oh, yeah, Buck. I'm getting it done now. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Anyway, where's your mom? She's like, I kicked her the fuck out, and I think you should go, too. Yeah, you should get the fuck out also. And he's like, oh, I can't get out. I'm stuck in a crime. (laughs) Yeah, Hank hears he got kicked out. He's like, no, that's better. Like now, you don't have your wife around. So go, go back to evil Canada, Create man. Your style yeah, with easy. all the crime. Yeah. You know, the old ball. You know, you you turned in one ball and chain for another ball and chain. Yeah. Am I right. I like Hank just munching a burger that he got out of the kitchen. Yeah. I also like him bringing Ernie a plate of food that clearly, like, it's noodles or something. But he did not bring him silverware. Well, it should be on the table. I guess so, yeah, yeah. Uh, meanwhile, over at the counter, Dick and Andy have brought little Nicky in for his malted. Yes. How do we feel about malteds? Um, I mean, I would usually just get, like, a regular milkshake. Yeah. I was gonna say, I'm gonna ask a stupid question. Is it different from a regular milkshake? Yeah, have you had, like, I a guess malted I don't milk know. bowl? Yeah. It's like that. Wait, How? Like it it's like a milkshake that tastes like that. Oh. I was like, why would you chew on it? Uh yeah, I guess that's fine. Yeah, it's like a little thicker than a milkshake, I think, and it's got that weird, like I don't even know how to describe the flavor of malted milk ball. It's weird though. I'm not a it's fan. Not bad. I'm not a fan. Yeah, it. like they're fine. I honestly it's the texture that's weird to me. Yeah. Honestly, like yeah, it's usually when I want a milkshake, I want a milkshake, not a malt chick. Agreed. Um, but uh, yeah, Dick leans down to talk to Nikki, and Nikki just blows all the uh, whipped cream into Dick's face. Great. Yep. Love it. And uh, yeah, then, then he's like, Dick's furious, but Andy's like, oh, hey, you know, I'm sure Nikki didn't mean it, right? Dick, you can't get mean at him because he's a kid. And then he goes to grab a napkin, and Nikki like spins his stool to knock him off of it. 
Yeah, okay, sure. Yeah. Uh, which uh, Dick loves to see. <laughs> yeah. So He's now like, this child <laughs> now this child has learned he can make each of them happy by hurting the other. <laughs> yes, exactly. So yeah. now he will be out for blood. This is a really teaching the machine to kill moment. <laughs> 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 I also I keep laughing every time I watch this from like the total lack of continuity of the whipped cream on Dick's face. He wipes it off like three times. <laughs> it's everywhere. Yeah. Like, sometimes it's on one side of his face, sometimes it's on the other. Sometimes he's got a clean face, sometimes it's back to being creamed. Yeah, no, yeah. it's... Uh, Uncle Andy went funny boom boom, didn't he, Nikki? He's ten, not four. Uh-huh. Dick is such an idiot. I, I hate him, I want him to just get run over by a truck. <laughs> I, I also read Pluto this last week. I fin- like I had like read most of it, but I, I got like the final volumes. I just read them all. Mm-hmm. Uh, and there's a bit in the comic about how uh, like the, the most advanced robot uh, learning how uh, the meaning of hatred. Uh huh. And that just this, I got the same vibe from Nikki. <laughs> Learning that he can make people laugh by having uh, hurting others. Yeah. <laughs> uh, we cut back to James, who's come back to uh, Evelyn's house to look at her husband's car, and he's like, "Wow, yeah, this is a cool car. Where is your husband anyway?" And she's like, "Oh, she's like, oh, I don't know. <laughs> he's always out of town, traveling the road. This car was built in 1948, and he loves it." More than he loves any of his property, even me, who he treats like property because I'm his wife. Do you get it yet? He's <laughs> like, well, man, I just like getting on my bike and riding. Really? Where do you want to go to, James? Oh, it's not really a place. It's a feeling. I was like, oh, that's one of those quotes Luke gave us from the, from the Anakin Skywalker <laughs> that's quiz. That's true, yeah. Yeah. I was like, oh. James talks about it sometimes he's out on the highway alone at night. He just likes to kill the headlights and just drive off into the darkness. That's that's dangerous, James. You shouldn't do that. James, you're going to die. <laughs> <laughs> oh, also, like, we passed over, but we get, like, a whole thing of jo- get Josie getting sold into basically sex slavery. Oh, no, that happens at the end of the episode. But yet, oh, what? right. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, that's coming. Man. Uh-huh. Wait, um, are you talking about the thing with Catherine? No, I was talking about when she was talking to about her history with uh, oh, Truman. Oh, yes. I thought. Oh, okay. oh, yes, yes, yes. I mean, yes, she does sell herself into maid service. But Sorry, this was, yeah, I, I guess that's different. That yeah, yeah, Th- yeah. This was yeah, you know, like when she was like fourteen, she got sold to Eckhart, basically. Right. Yeah. And you know he you know, he was my father. My teacher, my master, and my lover. <laughs> I'm just like, <laughs> they have just really decided that Josie's best function on this show is a punching bag. Yeah, and it yeah. just sucks because like there was that period of time where I'm like, oh, you're like just the biggest, like greatest bitch. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but yeah, Evelyn explains to James. Well, you know, how about you just live here at my house with me? While you work on my husband's car, because it's got to be fixed before he gets home. So James's situation now is he gets to live at a mansion 
work on a cool car all day, and get flirted at by a hot older lady, and not have to deal with any of his problems that he left behind. It's Sounds just great. A, it's all coming up James today. <laughs> all coming up Jamesy. <laughs> Zero problems for James. <laughs> Good for him. Listen, is this definitely going to end in murder? Uh, you know, who can say? <laughs> oh, for sure. <laughs> There's is her no husband way actually, like, buried in bones in the backyard? Probably. <laughs> He's just gonna open up, like, the, the hood of this car, and there's just gonna be a skeleton. Yeah. Uh, but then we get to what is probably actually the most de-cinema scene of the episode, because Ben Horn's still great. Yes. Ben Horn is just fully gone off the deep end. He is, uh, watching old... Like, reel-to-reel footage of, like, looks like the groundbreaking ceremony for the Great Northern that, like, his dad was at. And, like, him and his brother, like, making faces at the camera. And he's just, like, sweaty and crying and laughing at this these childhood home movies. I was so sure uh, that he was, like, the the film was going to end up burning. Yeah, yeah. He starts quoting Shakespeare because he likes doing that. Yeah, he does. And then he just starts, like, caressing his mother on the screen. (laughs) Weird shit, but yeah, normal. (laughs) Ben, you're being a little freak. And then Hank shows up. He's like, I don't know what the fuck I just walked in on. (laughs) Yeah. And Ben's just like, hey, man, you're like my number one crime guy. Where the fuck have you been? I've had such a bad week. He's like, well, I got a new boss. Kind yeah, I yeah. <laughs> I kind of quit, and also we stole your brothel. He's like, what? But it's mine, though. Yeah, but the thing about crime businesses is that you can't report them if they get stolen. So <laughs> yeah, so uh, it's ours now. And he's like, fuck! I already had my other two properties taken this week. Yeah, you can't do this to me. And he's like, I think I'm just gonna. I think Ooh. I already did. <laughs> uh. Yeah, I just love that Ben is just having literally everything in his life fall apart. Every single person Ben knows is, like, lined up and taking turns to come kick him in the dick. <laughs> it's great. It's it. very good. It's really good. Uh, uh, I, I said this on Twitter. Hank might secretly be my favorite character on this show. He's just such a dick. Hank is such a fun shithead. Yeah, that's the thing. He kind of... He won me over a couple episodes ago when he was wearing his domino bolo tie, eating spare ribs in front of his mother-in-law <laughs> at a fancy restaurant. Yeah. <laughs> and just having the time of his life. And then slapping his barbecue sauce encrusted hand onto Ernie's back. Yeah. yeah. D- d- is there a place in the Totally Reprise Hall of Guys for Hank? <laughs> oh, I'm, I'm, I'll put him up there. Oh, shit. <laughs> he can be in my personal section. I don't Congratulations care. to Hank. Congratulations to In the Molly Wink. Yeah. <laughs> Classic guy. We're putting your jersey up in the rafters. <laughs> We're retiring your role. Your jersey which just has a domino instead of a number on it. <laughs> Remember when he mailed Josie a drawing of a domino and as soon as she opened it? As soon as she opened it, he called to ask her if he got the message. Did you get my domino? As he's and then he was like, domino. Of course I work for you, obviously. Yeah, no. Can you can you hear me sucking on this domino? <laughs> right into the phone. 
Yeah, no, Hank's great. People don't He's talk great. enough about Hank. I'm having a great time. Uh, but yeah, he just kind of turns to him and is like, you're out, Ben, and storms out, and Ben just like, you're out, Ben. You're out, Ben. <laughs> he's like a child who just learned three new words. And yes. he's just like testing them out. Uh-huh. Yeah. And then he just goes, turns the projector back on and starts making shadow puppets. <laughs> it's so funny. <laughs> yeah. No, this scene is an oasis in this episode. <laughs> I don't know what you're talking about. I'm hydrated. I'm hydrated too, but this episode, like... You know, you're right. I'm hydrated, but this one was like a nice Diet Coke. <laughs> it's got salt in it. Uh, yeah, you like be Diet thirsty Coke. again in ten minutes. <laughs> uh, Cooper, it's like Picari sweat or whatever. Yeah. Uh-huh. Cooper has gotten a package delivered to him with an index card saying "Pawn to Q4" and a cassette recording, and at last. We hear the voice of Wyndham Earl. Should I know this voice? No. Okay. <laughs> the answer could have been yes. I don't know. No. It, no. This is this is a new guy. Yeah. I. Yeah. Again, they they're really stretching this out. Yeah. The, the tape recorder is all just like. Ah, Cooper, you have fallen into my chess game. One move in, and you've already sealed your fate. That kind of shit. Cooper, I imagine when did that's you how have you time talked. to mail back a note with your move? Yeah, also, how did you send back your move? Because, like, the first move was just printed in the mail. Yeah, come or, on, In man. the news- newspaper. Or, ah. Yeah. Uh, Luke, that's how I imagine you talking uh, to the AI child who you fight in chess. Oh, sure. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that, that's exactly how I talk to the computer while I'm at work playing chess and the AI child is beating me. <laughs> you see, you've forgotten the first rule of chess. The king is always in jeopardy. <laughs> like, yeah, man, that's the, that's the whole game. Hmm, He's yes. like, I'm going to sacrifice some pieces and some pawns will die. And like, you're playing chess. Sir, right. you are just describing the game of chess. Cooper, I've come up, I've been in an insane asylum for 10 years now, and I've come up with a real cool villain gimmick. <laughs> I'm going to explain my evil plans through chess metaphor. No one's ever done this before. No one's ever done like, it Cooper before. Cooper has to like, write back like, buddy, I'm so sorry. <laughs> He's, he, I just imagined him like making a tape. Like, uh, listen, Earl, this is great. I, I'm having a great. I wanted. I, I want to let you know you were my partner. I respect that. I, you know, I love you, Cooper. Uh, I this saw this great. cool movie in prison called The Seventh Seal. Now, see, here's the thing: is um, I'm kind of getting uh, subpoenaed by the FBI. Uh, so, could we like do this later? Oh gosh, yeah, sure, of course. <laughs> Could you, could you, uh, I mean, like, at the very least, could you wait, like, two episodes to send me another move? Yeah, no, absolutely, I understand. Okay, great, thank you. Sorry, I didn't mean to uh, intrude while you were busy. No, 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 I understand, it's okay. How have uh, you been, but, by the way? Uh, we'll get to it, don't talk to me right now. Alright, sorry, yes, uh, you, you're busy. I, did you not hear me? I said FBI investigation. Sorry, yes, of course, of course. <laughs> <laughs> I'm busy. <laughs> Truman's like, he's got a new boyfriend! <laughs> yeah! 
Earl was like, oh no. <laughs> you versus the guy he tells you not to worry about. <laughs> uh-huh. uh, it is time for the wedding of Lana and Dougie. And uh, of course, it's a TV wedding, so Dwayne has to object during it. It's so I, funny. I, I knew this just feels like the normal thing. Yeah, he does this at every wedding. Why do they keep letting him in? <laughs> That's, why does Dougie keep inviting him? <laughs> I don't think he is. Yeah. You're not going to kick me out of my own <laughs> brother's wedding. He's staying wearing a sting mask. <laughs> Dwayne Does anybody seems, object? Dwayne seems as old as these guys are supposed to be. Dougie does not seem old enough. He seems like he's in his like mid-60s, and they're treating these men like they're ancient. Okay, now you gotta tell me which one's which. Uh, Dougie's the one getting married. Okay. Yes. Like, he's an old man, but he's not, like, decrepit, you know? Yeah, he just seems like a normal old guy. He's got gray hair. <laughs> like... He doesn't look that much older than, like, Pete. Yeah, not really. I mean, Pete is also... I guess he's not supposed to be ancient. No, he's, like, late 40s, I guess. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah. They were harder late 40s back then. Yeah, yeah. Anyway, so that's going on. Uh, Cooper gets a phone call from Denise, who wants to meet him at the bar downstairs to hang out. And Cooper's just, like, <laughs> grabs the table for Diane... I do not have time right now, but remember, remind me to ask you. Remind me to have you ask me about Denise. I can't talk. I've we did that everything everywhere all at once podcast right before this. I think I'm low on juice. <laughs> I can't believe it. Weird. <laughs> we, uh, we were like just fountains in that episode. That's in that true. Podcast. <laughs> uh, um, thank you, Mister McLaughlin, for uh, getting your hair wet again for me. That's Appreciate true. That. You got another wet boy. <laughs> right. Uh, and then we learn Denise's backstory, which is, she's like, well, it's basically like a forced femme fix. <laughs> but, you know, it makes sense, because I'm going to start writing those after this. Right. Uh-huh. Really inspire a new generation. Yeah. Yeah, Cooper comes in and is like, so, Denise, I, I hope I'm not being rude if I ask, like, what happened? She's like, oh, no, 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 I'm basically a Bioware character. I'm glad to tell you. Uh, <laughs> so, what happened is... Uh, I had to go undercover for a drug sting, and the mark was into transvestites, so I had to wear women's clothes, and as soon as I put them on, I was like, oh, wait, dang, oh, shoot. I like this, though. Huh. Yeah, this seems good. Anyway, I never stopped after that. And that's, that's it. Yeah, I, and, like, a lot, the part I did like where, like, I think, like, Cooper was like, oh, that's a lot to take in, and... She's like, yeah, it was for me, too. <laughs> yeah. Imagine how I felt. Yeah, I think this asshole. scene is more what people are thinking of when they're like, eh, this is relatively well done in the sense that, like, it's giving her room to, like, just talk about it. And it's not, like, cracking jokes about it, really. Or, like, if it is, she's cracking the jokes, you know? Yeah, no, this part's totally fine. Yeah. 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 Like, the I made my joke, and, like, it, the, the reason why is very, like... Like funny and kind of salacious. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and you know, obviously, like I don't think has a full understanding of what trans people are. But, no, no, no. Um, yeah, like again, all things considered, I think this is a pretty good scene. <laughs> Could have been a lot. Totally, worse. totally fine. Yeah. 
That first scene is like, mm, that classic 90s feeling. Right, uh uh-huh. But yeah, I mean, whatever, man. Yeah, yeah. Um, Again, I've heard way worse recently, so... Sure, totally. Yeah. Uh, So she explains, okay, now that's out of the way. Listen, you're definitely being framed, but I can't prove it yet. But also, like, I'm investigating you. You're gonna be fine. Don't worry about it, buddy. (laughs) And, but also she's like... You need to give me something better than I didn't do it. <laughs> right. Yeah, 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 yeah. I'm going to need you to come up with a better story than not me. Yeah. <laughs> and Cooper's like, well, we'll see. She's like, son of a bitch. <laughs> I'm going to have to, I'm going to have to fucking make fake evidence again, aren't I? <laughs> uh, Dwayne Milford is just like grumbling at the table about his brother being happy. Yeah. Pete is sitting at the table with him. Pete is so fucking miserable. He's so sad. Why yeah. are you here, Pete? You can just leave. Like, and like Mike said, like, I like that everyone else is just treating this as, like, uh... The like, oh, yeah. lady is thriving. Yes, she's having a great time. She's like, free there food, is man? cake? Oh, it's great. Yeah, I, I just love that, like, yeah, like, everyone else is just treating this like it's a, it's a holiday. Yeah. Log lady would have loved Portal. <laughs> I saw you make that joke on Twitter And I just shook my head <laughs> And I shook my head now <laughs> Yeah as you should Yeah, it just, It's a lot, lot of shots of The mayor just griping While Pete just looks so uncomfortable He's like god why Why did I get stuck at this seat Ugh. Yeah <laughs> uh, And then uh, the bride and groom Wander over to uh, Cooper uh, and she's like, aren't you the guy who solved the murder? Uh, and uh, he's like, yeah, but I'm not with the FBI right now. You can just call me Cooper. You don't have to put agent in front of it. And she's like, oh, my God, I'm marrying and, this guy. Right. Yeah, and, and he's immediately like, no, 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 no. Back to me. Back to me. Back to me. We got to go dance. Yeah. Yeah. Truman's just like, God, I hope they go to the honeymoon suite soon. We've had to separate the two brothers so many times. It's the only reason the cops are there. Right, yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Cooper got shot. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Remember how we still don't know who did that? Yeah. Remember when Bobby killed a guy? (laughs) I still don't think he did that. (laughs) Bobby killed a guy. No, I've completely forgotten about Bobby. In the very first episode, when James and Don are out in the woods, James says that Laura told him Bobby killed a guy. Oh, right. Yeah, no, that sounds fake. It does sound like something Laura would make up to fuck with James. Yes. Yeah. It's just funny to me that they say that and then do zero with it ever. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, we'll throw it on the wall. See if it sticks. Yeah. What happened to TV? Yeah. yeah. I like Pete just <laughs> turning to Dwayne like, well, at least the music's pretty good. And he's like, oh, oh, oh don't get me started on music. And Pete's like, God damn it. God please. damn it. I'm trying so much. Yeah, he like I think Pete came here because he usually has a good time, but he is the one this year that got saddled with. They all do straws, and he got saddled with having to sit next to the brother. Right, someone's got to sit next to Dwayne to try to keep him from starting shit. Um, I I know this uh little part where Denise is dancing with Andy is supposed to be a joke in and of itself, but he's just having a good time with her. Andy's having a good time. 
You're just yeah. having a good time. Yeah, it's you're definitely like, ah, look at Andy having ah, a good look, time. He doesn't that get idiot. well. Also, he doesn't get it. He doesn't understand. He should right. be disgusted. Right. But you know what? He's just having a good time. Yeah, one of those things where oh, on accident, you did a fine job on that one. <laughs> yeah, exactly. You tried to be an asshole, but you fucked up. But you fucked it up. Yeah. Uh, we cut over to the uh, mill mansion where Josie has come to grovel uh, to Catherine and just be like, please, Catherine, I'm, I'm in a lot of trouble and I need your help. And she's like, okay, well, you tried to, like, murder me and you did murder my brother. You burned my mill down after you tried to steal it. But I'll be nice. I will save your life. If you become my mate. <laughs> I've also read this. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, I... Sorry to... I'm gonna say something kind of cursed. Okay. You know how some people will go like, Oh, this character from old media would be a trans ally or whatever <laughs> bullshit. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Andy is, though. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's true. Yeah, sure. Uh, just like, I don't get it. They're just living. Yeah. <laughs> I just recently got told, like, I someone reminded me of the time that someone said that about uh, Austin Powers. <laughs> what? Sounds like someone needs to rewatch the first five minutes of Austin Powers. Yeah. yeah. I was like, listen, I know that you want to, like, feel okay about still kind of liking this old movie. Right. Listen, but, like, who among us doesn't have at least one Austin joke. Powers bit they still kind of chuckle about? But literally the first joke is, that's a man, baby. Right. Yeah. Sometimes things just suck from the just, past. Yeah. Just enjoy your garbage, Jesus. I don't just, care. Yeah, just accept that it's garbage. It's fine. Yeah. I was just talking, like, last week about how much I loved Star Wars, the original trilogy, there's tons of racist shit in there. Yeah. Um, speaking of racist shit, like, this stuff with Josie and Catherine, I feel like, in concept, it would be a lot of fun to me, like, oh, Catherine's back on top, she's, you know, pulled all these schemes, and now she's just big dogging on Josie, she's got her where she wants her, like, that'd be a fun thing if they haven't been beating the shit out of Josie for the whole season. Yeah, well, yeah, if Josie... Because, you know, like, she played this kind of, like, demure, like, you know, shrinking Violet character. Right. And then, like, the big twist was, like, oh, actually, she's, like, an evil bitch. Right. And then they undercut that, and then ever since she's come back, she's just been the demure character. Like, there should be a shot after this of, like... Suggesting that, oh, Josie's going along with this for now, but she's planning to get her way to get back on top. Don't you worry. Or, or more, or even just, like, Josie feeling like she's like, oh, motherfucker, like, I fucking can't believe this. Yeah, yeah. Like, with this one, she's just, like, looking down, she's like, okay, I'll do it. Alright, I'll be your mate, I guess. Yeah. Listen, part of part of the thing is that the person doesn't want to be a maid. <laughs> it's true. Like as a joke, like legit, like that's what would make this interesting. Is like, yes. and you know, we know that Josie was involved in the plot to kill Catherine, but like 
this doesn't feel like the Josie that did that. I want Catherine and Josie to feel like fucking spy versus spy. Like, they're just constantly doing ridiculous, like, conspiracies against each other and fucking each other over. And this feels like it's swinging way too hard in Catherine's direction. Yes. Yeah. Um, and yeah, Josie slinks off to her room, and, uh, who walks in? But yeah, Ka- well, for also, Catherine is like, I want my breakfast. 7 a.m. in bed. Yeah. <laughs> Oatmeal. Oat- Dry toast. It does, like, all right. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Uh, but yeah, then, yeah, as soon as she leaves... Andrew Packard walks in. Holy shit! That guy's supposed to be dead! The fucking cinema. I can't believe he's really alive! They opened up with a photo of him, so you'd be like, that's the guy. Yeah, that's the guy. Hank's really bad at his job. (laughs) (laughs) How do you fucking kill an old man in a boat explosion? You give him an out secretly. Yeah, yeah, that's true. You know what? That's true. He just got paid by Andrew. Yeah, yeah. You get paid by somebody. Yeah. Hank is getting paid from all sides at all times. Yep, yep. And then the end credits are just over the uh, the home movie footage from Ben, which, yeah, that's that scene's really good. Like that scene would fit in when this show was a different show. Yeah. Current show is still pretty fun. Having a good time, but I'm know, having a great time. I'm I'm having a pretty good time. I I was I can't say I was bored or annoyed watching this. I'm having an all right time. Yeah, love a soap opera. I think I think Molly yeah Molly me Ashley is how season two's going so far. It's great. Don't know what yeah. to tell you. It's good. I I do know what to tell you. <laughs> uh, do you guys want uh, questions? Yeah. From the question yeah. post I posted long, long ago. Yeah, like days yeah. ago. Yeah, earlier this yeah. week. You know, important to get yeah. it in early so people have time to get their questions in. Yeah, no, you don't want to, like, give them not a lot of time. Right. <laughs> uh, weirdly, though, only two questions. <laughs> huh. hmm. Thank you, everyone. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I asked people to ask us about 90s trans rep, forced matification, <laughs> and old home movies. You just really wanted the most cursed questions, huh? Yeah, I was like, I got, I know I'm not gonna get a lot, so I gotta swing big. Yeah. Uh, from actual Fox Lexi, uh, in regards to old home movies, do you feel, how do you feel about squiggle vision animation? Lost art or headache inducing relic? Um, I like home movies. Yeah. Like, I wouldn't want that, like, all over the place, but I enjoyed it in, like, small quantities. Yeah. I'm not that familiar with it, I don't think. Yeah, uh, she also says, please explain to Molly what Squiggle Vision was. Ashley, you can probably explain it better than I can. Is it Edda and Eddie? No, I don't think so. No, uh, it's just animation that always kind of had moving outlines. I think that's Edda and Eddie. I think that happens in that show. I don't think it's as intense as what you're describing with home movies. I've seen some home movies, but... right. Like, yeah, they just would redraw the characters every frame, even though they weren't um, moving around or anything. So just yeah. their outlines just kind of, yeah, jumped around. Yeah, and he might have done that. You're right. I think it did. I think I'm right. Yeah. Probably are. Uh, yeah, but home, home movies. It's 
it was a good show. I don't know if I need every show to look like that. Yeah. Uh, Brutal to at- give the tell Molly what that is, though. Damn. Yeah. <laughs> no faith. Uh, sounded like she knew you. <laughs> uh, from at Juneberry Cake. If your family recorded home movies when you were younger, did they ever get watched, or did they just get recorded over at some point? I think my parents watched them a couple times at least. Yeah, yeah. I definitely know uh, <laughs> that I there's a video of me that I remember watching of me getting my first haircut, and I'm just crying the entire time. <laughs> <laughs> uh, because I had a extremely old man give me a haircut and, and he his hands shook yeah oh, that's scary okay and you know you're a baby i didn't have a lot of like you know long hair right uh i have looked it up squiggle vision is not hand animated actually it's computer animated uh ed and eddie was hand drawn which is why the outlines weren't like perfect but it was not squiggle vision Oh, okay. Squiggle Vision is computer animation designed to look as jittery as possible. Weird. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. We all learned a thing. I guess. (laughs) (laughs) I'll probably forget it soon after. Yeah. Um, That's it for questions. Cool. Uh, Luke, where can I find you on the internet? You can find me on Twitter at SSJ Speed Racer. You can find other shows I do on AudioEntropy.com, such as, uh, well, uh, last week we put out our Sonic the Hedgehog 2 episode of TWA, and I was on that. Um, you can also find me on Eidolon, uh, which is a podcast where we play Eidolon, a game that I wrote with Molly. Uh, right now we are releasing Eidolon Daft, which is a miniseries based on the music of Daft Punk. Uh, also, on the $10 Patreon tier at patreon.com slash playtest, you can hear me, Ashley, Julie, and Mike talk about uh, everything, everywhere, all at once. A good movie. <laughs> yeah. I'm surprised you guys are putting that up for 10 bucks. Well, it's just the, the bonus tier. It's the grab bag. Yeah, I know, but... it's What, what could be more grab baggy than a random movie podcast? Yeah. I'm going to have to donate the $10 just to hear myself. I'll send you the MP3. (laughs) Just to hear myself. (laughs) Ashley. You can find me at yourlibrand with an underscore on Twitter and a dash on Tumblr. And uh, also, I realize they've never said it on this podcast, but you can also find me uh, as a co-host on Half Ranma Therapy, a Ranma One Half uh, podcast. Yeah, how long have you been doing this? This is the first I've heard of it. (laughs) For like... A while. What? A couple months. A couple months. What? Holly asked me to, and I was like, yeah, sure. I, you <laughs> think you know a ca- person. Then you find out they got a Ronma podcast. And, like, she was just like, okay, like, I'm going to put this out eventually. I'm like, all right, tell me when. And then, like, a, like a month later, she's like, we're on episode five. <laughs> and I'm like, what? <laughs> Great. But, yeah, um... I, it's crazy how much of Ranma I, I remember. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Sure. It's always fun to go back to something and be like, oh, I know every beat of this. Oh, shit. Yeah, like, I, like, I, like, 
just see a preview for the next episode. Like, oh, yes, I know exactly what happens in this entire arc. Yes, yes, yes. Yeah. Uh, you can also find me at patreon.com slash Ashley Lee Minor. Give Ashley Give. fucking money. Ashley, your fucking money. Uh, you can find me on Twitter, your friend Molly, the Y-E-R, audioentropy.com, I need mail.com. Uh, we recorded an Amory score. I don't know when it's going to go up. That those That's just random. Um, journal updated. We're going to record about Dragon Age. I don't know when. It's got to be either this weekend or next weekend, though. So I'll, oh, we'll shit. find out. <laughs> I, we're both done, I think. Yeah. Or, or Nora's almost done. Mm-hmm. Um, so we just have to record at this point. Uh, but yeah, that's a video game. You can play it. You're almost out of Bioware. I'm so, dude. <laughs> well, I mean, then you can go back and play some Baldur's Gate. No. Some Ice Wind Dale. Nora tried to play Baldur's Gate and was like, yeah, we're not covering this. <laughs> and I was like, good, because I probably would have just said no. Some Neverwinter Nights. I have already found out that I don't like CRPGs. I cannot imagine trying to go back yeah. and playing those early Bioware games. Also, before anyone yells at me, I just looked it up. Icewind Dale's not Bioware. Okay. <laughs> um, and uh, that's it. I don't want to plug anything else. Uh, Ashley, get us out of here. Until next time. Damn fine podcast.